Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Today is April 13th, 2009, and you're here with Wendy. Hillary is off tonight, and Marla is joining with joining me tonight, and I'm so happy to have her. Hey, Marla. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. I sound a little funny today, but I'm doing okay. Well, gosh, you sound like I did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're here. Hillary is off enjoying family um, for spring break, and uh, it's cool that you're here. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited to share the show with you and hear what you have to say about how your week went and some topics I know that you want to talk about, too. So um, I think it's going to be a fun show. Uh, we're going to start something new tonight for our topics for tonight. We're going to do a weekly feature for a deployment tip. And um, since it's new, we're looking for a name to call this segment versus the weekly deployment tip, which is kind of boring. So we want everyone's help in deciding what that name should be. So tonight we're going to highlight a deployment tip, and um, so you can look forward to that. And it's a pretty hot topic. We've talked about it before, but I got another email on it, and it's and I was having a conversation about it this week, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to talk about it again because um, I think it's something that we all kind of struggle with when your spouse is deployed. How much do you tell them when they're gone? Do you pretend like everything is sunshine and roses and everything is good, or do you tell them every single detail that happens, good or bad? So we want to hear what you have to think about, what you think about that, so you can call us with your thoughts or give them uh, your comments in the chat room. And then also tonight, we're going to give you an update in our fitness corner. We haven't talked about that in a while. So we're going to talk about staying fit during deployment. And I've actually started working out with a group, uh, and we have a shared fitness trainer, personal trainer. So I'm going to share with you guys how that went. Today was my first day. And we have a question from the blog. So that's all coming up tonight. Cool. Sounds like yeah. a fun show. Um, Our show is always better with our listeners involved, so we invite you to settle back and enjoy the next hour. Whether your husband is home, on duty, at sea, or deployed in the sandbox, we invite you to join our conversation. We want to remind everyone tonight that if you're listening live, please join us in the chat room just by clicking your cute little red chat now, green chat now button on your Blog Talk Radio um, page. Just please remember OPSEC, but your first name, movements, or anything in conjunction with your command. Doing so ensures that you keep not just your husband, but our husband safe also. You can also contact us on IM tonight on Yahoo. Our screen name is Navy Wife Radio. If you are listening to us live, um, oh, I'm repeating myself again. Sorry. No, that's okay. (laughs) Our show airs on Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, this is what happens when Marla's lacking in sleep. <laughs> You're probably on, like, NyQuil or something, too, so that's okay. 
Um, but uh, the other thing I wanted to tell everybody, too, is uh, I got an email last week, actually on Twitter, um, from somebody who signed up for a Twitter account and said, um, I love Navy Wave Radio. I found you guys on uh, iTunes. And I hadn't heard that in a while. So if you're listening to us via iTunes and you've found us that way, um, we welcome you to the show. And that's really, like, I would say 90% of our listeners come from our on-demand episodes via Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. So, you know, whether you're working out or you're folding laundry, driving in your car, uh, at work, and you're listening to us, we're so happy to have you, and we get new listeners all the time, so thank you if you're a new listener or if you've been around for a while, and um, yeah, so isn't that cool? On Twitter, that somebody is, messaged me. That's <laughs> funny. That's so crazy. You just never know how somebody will encounter it, because I have friends that have found the show, and I'm like, I totally told you about the show. They're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, whatever, but they found it, you know, the same thing, iTunes or whatever. Yes. So, um, yes, and so we're going to talk about more about Twitter in a little bit. But right now we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back we're going to start the show. We're going to recap our weeks and then get into our segments of the night. So uh, stay right there. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment Having a baby or making that next PCS move will help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to... Navy Wife Radio on Military Life Radio, and this is Wendy, and I'm here with Marla. And um, my my instant messenger is already going, so I wanted to say a quick uh, administrative note. If you're listening to us live tonight, and a couple things that you got to remember with Blog Talk Radio, sometimes you actually have to hit the play button in order to get the show to buffer and start. And there is a green flashing button, if you're listening to us, that you can click, and that will take you into the chat room. And you don't have to sign up for anything. You'll just go in as a guest. But if you create an account, then you'll have your own screen name, and then you can mark the show a favorite, and you'll get reminders of when the show comes on, which is kind of cool. So uh, I always like to say that because our, our live stats never match our chat room visitors. It's always like way off in comparison. So to me, that just means people are listening, but they just don't go into the chat room because they're away from their computer, I think. They just have it playing. Well, I think that, too, like the first three times I watched this, or I watched, listened to the show, I didn't even know there was a chat feature. So it's always good. That green button can be your best friend. That's right. <laughs> yes. And um, 
we try not to get too distracted with the chat room and everything else because I do have Twitter up right now. And I just posted in there that we're live, and um, so hopefully we'll get some people that come over from Twitter that are listening to the show tonight. And um, Marla, I gotta just ask: Have you been on Twitter? I have. You added me. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like all twittered out today. It's sort of you have to understand. I am like I'm a computer person, but I'm not a a, a MySpace person or anything like that. And this whole instant communication thing, it distracts me from like real work and what I need to be doing. Twitter it's actually fun, makes, Twitter makes no sense to me. I'm like so I'm basically just like I am in the world. And like yeah. they can respond, maybe like it just doesn't. Yeah, I don't it's know. just it's just sort of like a mi- they call it a micro blog where you post an update of whatever you happen to be doing, and then you receive updates from other people. But it's a one way conversation. Very rarely do people actually twit back and forth. <laughs> so it's really kind of Tweet weird back that at way. You? <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of weird that way. So, but um, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash mymilitarylife. And uh, Marla's screen name is, what's your screen name over there? I am Trev's Navy Wife, the same name that I use in the chat room. Basically, with that name, you can find me anywhere. (laughs) Okay. That's right. Okay, cool. All right, so how was your week, Marla? You got anything funny to share or cool? Oh, my goodness. Do I have a week to share? So my parents (laughs) came out, like I told you last, week when I spoke to you, my mom came out and we decided to go to D.C. What a brilliant plan. We'll take the train, right? Okay. Until we figured out that D.C.'s on the other side of the Pentagon from where we were, and we ended up, like, I don't even know where. And we had to, like, run around the station, try to find the right train. We got lost, basically. Was and, there, like, lots of people because it was holiday and everybody wanted yes, to go to the Easter egg hunt? Yes. It was insane because everybody was already there, like, for the Easter egg roll, which didn't occur to me until, like, we're at the White House walking down, you know, Pennsylvania Avenue, and I'm like, gosh, why are all these people here? Look, there's a rabbit. And then it clicked, <laughs> like, in my head. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's Easter. Hello. So, needless to say, we we did find our way to D.C., but it was quite an ex, an experience. Um, I have always considered myself pretty directionally savvy, but when it comes to the metro and you think you're going to one place, but really the train is called another place, and it's really confusing. So, my my family was quite entertained with me going no seriously this is the right train this time we're going the right way so and uh and then we got to um my kids birthdays are coming up my son's actually his birthday's today and my daughter is next week and this is why you never have a post-deployment baby because you end up with two kids a week apart (laughs) oh okay oh gosh so you have like Double duty in the birthday department, and they're a boy and a girl. So you have, you yes. It's not like you have two boys; you can just have one big party. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to become the queen of mastering the dual party with two genders. But um, so you know, we you got just have to have the girl in the front yard and the boy in the backyard. 
Well, I'm, I told my husband, I'm like, for now it's kind of cool because he's like, okay, she likes dance and he, he will dance. So, hey, we're going to have a dance party. Woohoo! But next year, I don't know how well that will work out. So last year I tried to do separate parties, and that was just insane because he was only a year old. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, but this year I'm going to try to do the combo party. We should, we should, um, that should prove enlightening. Well, yeah, you have to keep us updated on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I always envy these moms that have these crazy, amazing parties. I would yeah. like that. I'm like, okay, let's go bowling. <laughs> let's camp in the backyard. We did that one year. We, um, yeah, they've always, that was the, the the most creative I got, was camping with eight boys in my backyard. See, that and that up sounds so fun to me. Yeah, it, it was it was fun for them. I didn't get any sleep, but <laughs> but now my my one of my friends, um, she had a party where it was uh, a space theme, and they served space food like dehydrated stuff. And then she had a cowboy party one year. Now you're talking like six, seven year olds, you know, where um, they ate off of tin plates for the cowboy party, and they oh my. Um, did Old West kind of things. Yeah. Isn't that creative? I would have never that thought to serve so on a tin plate. Now, see, I would never have thought of that. Yep. See, I was so. excited because I found those little Star Wars temporary tattoos. I'm like, score. All the boys at the party are totally covered now that I have the Star Wars temporary tattoos. We need to put that over in the forum, like ideas for little boys' parties or something. Yeah. Because I know that people are far more creative than me. And sometimes, you know, you're on a tight uh, deadline for time, and you just need, like, a quick idea. And, you know, it would be a great place for people to go and get some ideas. Yep. Um, Yeah, the whole eating off a tin plate thing, I thought that was pretty ingenious. That is pretty nifty. And, And not expensive. No, it, I mean, you could buy pieces of tin and bend it, and I don't know. That's yeah, not as creative like as a, I would get. <laughs> yeah, or just get, like, um, you can just buy them from the store, just regular old tin foil. you know what I mean? Like something you'd bake a pie in. Yeah, so. All right, anything else going on in your week that you want to share? Not much. Not much. I'm pretty boring this week. You know, I just got. Well, lost. I think going to hang like out, you know, near the yeah, near the um, the Easter egg roll in DC is pretty darn exciting. I can't quite top that. Um, I do want to say though a quick uh, shout out to the Navy SEALs. Uh, we all know about the rescuing of Captain Richard Phillips out in the sea, and I just think that story is so amazing that that was that was awesome. You know, three shots all at once, all at the same time, all hit at the same time, and, you know, on a, at sea where the boat is rocking a little bit, you know, it's not a solid ground surface. Yeah. So when you think about that, you know, the, the, the boat moving up and down and them trying to set their sights and all of that correctly so they don't miss, and they all shoot at the same time, I just think that's pretty awesome. So it's very good news that we have Captain Phillips uh, rescued and... And on his way home, I think so. I have to tell you, my husband thinks that that job would be so cool to be part of the the pirate command, oh whatever. God. Really? He thinks he's like, dude, I would totally do that. And I'm like, what? He's like, 
it's like awesome. I'm like, whatever. But he would totally do that. If well, yeah, I read that the um, that the 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 one pirate who went over to negotiate that he was like 16 years old. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, 16 to go negotiate with the big navy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we so, could have just like uh, you know, slapped him around and said you're being a bad boy, but. <laughs> I know, when I think about that, you know, 16, wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy when we think about it. Um, okay, we'll see. Let's, let's see what else I can tell you before we get into our next part of the show. Um, we had our first soccer game of the season, and um, this show will celebrate its, like, second year coming up in a couple weeks, if you can believe that. So people who have been listening for a while know that every, you know, we are big soccer, I'm a big soccer mom. So our season started we, on Saturday. We had our first game, and it's just so cool to see these kids who we haven't seen since the fall sprout and grow again. They just keep getting bigger. I, mean, I think they were all taller than me, and I was sitting there thinking, "How does this happen?" You know. And our game was at six forty-five at night on a Saturday. And wow, soccer moms out there, you know, we spent years on the soccer field at 8 and 9 a.m. games. And I told Craig, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we have a game at 645 at night? Is that how old Christian is and all <laughs> the other kids are, like, playing in the morning and the afternoon? And our time's not till 645 on a Saturday. So, yeah, no more early morning Saturday games for us or even 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Nope. I'm jealous. 6.40. So, yeah, so for all those soccer moms out there who are thinking, oh, this 8 o'clock game is such a hassle, just wait. <laughs> Hang in there in a couple of years. You will get your turn to sleep in someday. Yes, yes. So it was good. Christian had a fun time. But we only had, like, eight players because almost everybody was on holiday because of the holiday weekend. Right. And they normally don't schedule games on Easter weekend. I don't know what happened. I, 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 but we we were home. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't. We weren't out of town or anything. So, I think the holidays, the holiday kind of sprung up on people, because like it's east. You know, Easter just passed, and then two weeks from now it's Mother's Day. I'm like, what? Mother's Day is like further away. And when is Mother's Day? The the weekend of the ninth. My daughter has her first ballet recital that that weekend. And I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't forget my mom on Mother's Day. We can't forget our moms on Mother's Day. I'm just... Yeah, that would kind of be bad. Yeah, that would not be good. So I'm wondering, okay, so the last thing I have to talk about is, okay, so we finally did our taxes. We are like always, I shouldn't say we, me, I'm always like the last week of the deadline doing taxes. It drives Craig crazy because he would be like, the first week of he gets his W two or whatever he won't he would be done, um, but so I'm wondering, um, in the chat room or on the IM, have you done your taxes yet? And like, when did you do them? Um, are, are you like a wait to the last minute, or did you do them months ago, Marla? I my husband did the Vita training, so he's been doing the base taxes. So basically, the day that my W-2 for my old job came in, they were sent off. 
Oh gosh, you see, you guys are like organized. I was on. I was on my pay every day until they posted. I was there every day looking for them because I can't wait. And my yeah, husband actually says he's like, it's a good thing that you do that because two years ago my son was born the day before tax day. We would have been kind of stuck. <laughs> Well, we didn't. I didn't do them today, or I'm not. You know, there are, but it's been within the last like week or so. Um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna check the chat room and see when people have done theirs. So, um, okay, love my Corma. She says she did hers in January. Oh yes, that I knew she me. did hers in January. <laughs> um, and okay, on the IMC, she, I don't know if she's in the chat room or not. Um, she did hers back in February and March. And Kim yeah, Kim says, just said March. That she did so hers on March 17th. I guess I win the prize for waiting the longest. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I can't be the only one. Yeah, I drive Craig crazy. Oh, he just like... But, yeah, I don't know. I think what happens for years, I'd always have to pay. And because we always, I always claimed more. So I'd get more money back in, you know, on our check, but then we changed that for some reason, and so we don't, we haven't had to pay in a while. But I just got into that habit of waiting because I didn't want to have to pay any sooner than I had to. Um, but anyway, that's my rationale. Maybe next year, Marla, I'll be like you. <laughs> Craig would be my, so happy. He'd be my like, husband hey. said. Um, he said to me today. He's like. There are people coming in going, oh, we forgot to bring you this. And they're having to, like, file um, – oh, the word has escaped me. Like an um, extension or a revision? Like an, ex- like an extension to revise because um, with, like, houses – house, you know, people have bought houses and, you know, forgot that they needed to put that in or – you know, they have two houses and they forgot one or whatever. Yeah, because now we get people get so much more money back if they if they've bought a home. So everybody's going for that extra little bit. All right, everything adds up. Every every little thing. Yeah, I never thought about that. What happens if you file and then you remember? Oh shoot, something I, big like that. I filed last year without my work W-2 because I totally, uh, I'm normally very put together, but I totally forgot I was working (laughs) and that I needed my W-2 because I'm so used to just going into, you know, I think USAA has the link into TurboTax or whatever and just going through and doing it and be done. And then my W-2 came and I'm like, oh, shoot. I need to do that one too. So there's like a note in the chat room that says she has no sound. Kim has no sound, so I told her to refresh. So um, if you're in the chat and you can type but you can't hear, try to refresh. Yeah, refreshing your page should help. I have to sometimes refresh like twice. Okay, well, hopefully that starts to work for her. Okay, the last thing I wanted to talk about is before we came on the air, I was watching American Idol. Do you watch American Idol at all? Have you seen I it? don't. Okay, so I don't watch every episode, but I have to say that um, 
I think it was last week, they went over their time. So people, if, if you're in the chat room, you can hear me. Um, if you watch American Idol, let me know what you think. They went over in time, not, not like by a minute, sort of like award shows where they go over a minute or two. We're talking like eight, nine minutes. Whoa. And yeah. And there's this show called, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm going to get the wrong name. I think it's called Fringe or something. Um, I'll have to Google it. And so, the, so what happened was it made that show's ending cut off. And that created a big, huge you know, uproar with people who really like that show. And Craig likes to watch that show. So he was so disappointed. He's like, what? What happened? Where's the end? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. American Idol went over. So tonight when they were doing it, um, tonight's show, instead of letting all four judges comment after each singer, each, each performance, they only let two judges go at a time. So um, Randy and Paula would go. And comment after a certain singer, and then the next singer would sing, and then, and then um, Paula and Simon would comment. And I mean, call me just kind of not very nice when it comes to this, but I think a lot of people watch American Idol just so they can hear what Simon thinks about what people, you know, their their performance, his take on their performance. I, mean, I have always, to agree. I have to yeah. agree. So when I don't, I don't watch, but I agree because. When I did watch, like, I don't watch this season. Like, I watch, like, every other season. I want to know what he thinks. Sorry, I'm, like, getting, like, a chat uh, chat IM at the same time as talking. So, I just have to say, if you're going to watch American Idol, not having Simon comment is, like, watching... You know, Jerry Seinfeld and Jerry Seinfeld not being on the show. Yeah. It, it just doesn't work. So I don't know if that's going to um, happen. So, okay, I'm making, a, but I'm making a comment here. Someone's IMing me. How do I get into the chat room? And I put click on the green, click on the green room, which I meant to write click on the green button. It says chat now. Chat now. Okay. All right, so hopefully she'll make her way in there. Um, okay, so all right, so let's get into our topic for tonight. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we want to also get your thoughts on, you know, uh, our weekly deployment tip tonight. And that is, it's sort of a hot topic when your spouse is deployed, or if he's, excuse me, if he's not deployed but he's um, in workups, or if he's TAD, and your kids are driving you crazy, or just work's getting to you, or whatever your situation is, excuse me, how much information do you tell them? Do you tell them every little thing, or do you pretend everything is all sunshine and roses and everything's perfect on the home front because you don't want to worry him? So we want to hear what what you do, what you've learned from during your deployments, and we're going to talk about it right after the break. So hang out with us. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio. This is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. We're very happy to have you. And um, this is Wendy, and I'm here with Marla. And Hi, everybody. Yes, we're, 
thanks for doing the show with me. It's just been fun so far. Well, We're, no problem. Yeah, I know. Um, and in a couple weeks, everybody, I will be at, uh, um, on Someone said to me today, Wendy, we're going on tour, my coworker. And I'm like, on tour? I said, oh, I'm going to have to steal that. So, yeah, I'm going on tour at the end of the month. It sounds so crazy. I'll be in Banger, uh, uh, Naval Base Kitsap Banger. I keep changing it. Uh, Naval Station Everett and Naval Air Station would be Island. Pack Northwest area, and that's at the 28th, the 29th, and the 30th of April. So I'll be on tour, and if you're an IA spouse, please come and see me. You can check with your Fleet and Family Support Center in those areas for the event times, but each evening we'll have a special session for spouses, and we'll have some giveaways that we're going to do, and it's going to be a fun evening talking about a serious subject, but um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, but uh, so come out and see me, and the other thing, too, I wanted to say is, is we talked about last week the dream board, vision board thing, and I've had a couple people email me say that they want to participate and make their own vision board. So if you haven't been over to the website, you want to go over there and read the post. It's mymilllife.com. You can upload your upload your photos in progress, and I want to make sure that we um, encourage each other to, if you want to participate, I think it's a great way to focus in on our goals and achieve some things that, that are short-term goals and long-term goals. So, yeah. Have you seen my post over there? I, uh, I haven't. I haven't been on. I've been bad. I, I'm kind of a Facebook addict. Are you? You know, I'm not on Facebook yet. I don't know that I can handle one more thing. And now, like, I've gotten involved, like, a bunch of guys from my husband's command are on there. So now I'm on there and talking to them, and that's just kind of bizarre. But I can't get off. <laughs> I'm, like, so like Twitter for me. me. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? That brings me to, like, we need, uh, if you if you follow our show and you think we have a lot of fun and you want to be part of the fun, we do need help. We need help to run our our Twitter. We need help to run our Facebook page that we don't really even have yet. We have it's set up, but not. Let's say we have an account, but it's not really set up yet. So we're always looking for volunteers. So people, if you're interested, email us. Um, but okay, so tonight let's talk about our weekly deployment tip. We're going to do this new segment, Marla, where we pick a topic that's related to deployment, and we highlight it. And tonight we're going to spend a little more time on this one, but in weeks to come, it'll probably only be like a two or three minute type of segment. We'll see how it goes. If it's a really hot topic and people have a lot of opinions, it might take up more time, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, if you're in the chat room and you're listening to us live, we want to hear your answer to this question or you can instant message me. So when your spouse is deployed, how do you decide how much information that you share? And that can be via either letters or email or if you're lucky enough to get phone calls, phone calls, or if you're like on an IA deployment and you have instant messenger that way, or if you have like Facebook or Twitter, I've heard people pretty much chatting almost like back and forth if they happen to be online the same time as you. And so when you have that instant communication, how much do you share? Do you 
um, do you kind of hold back because you don't want to upset the per- upset your spouse and have him worry, or do you tell him every little thing that happens on your deployment? So I'm just wondering what everyone's uh, what everyone does and what they did maybe that didn't work, and then how they changed it. It's uh, I've talked to lots of spouses about this, and I always get different answers. And some people are really adamant about the way they believe. They're pretty passionate. So um, we'll take some comments from the chat. If you want to call us, that would be cool, too. Our number is 646-652-4629, and we would love to take your call if you would like to chime in on our topic for tonight. So, um, Marla, what do you think? I can go first, or you can go first, whatever you want. I I can go ahead. I personally think that it kind of depends on what the issue is. Like my husband's first deployment, the clutch went out on our car. We were living 3,000 miles away from family, and I was stuck in the middle of like I-64, like by the center divider in Norfolk, Virginia, and I didn't know anybody. And so like some strange guy like came and rescued me and and stuff. So, of course, I told him that because he was about to witness like a lot of money being pulled out of our bank account. Um, but then like that same year, um, on the night of the Navy ball, it's pouring down rain and I had to change the tire in my formal on my way to the Navy ball. And I'm, you know, he, he knows about it now, but he, I, it wasn't something I felt like I needed to tell him, you know, um, and the same with our kids. If, if it's something catastrophic, uh, I'll email him right away, you know, either call me or I'll write, you know, such and such happened, call me for more details. Um, but for me, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of a a juggle of what um, what's really going to affect him and his ability to complete the mission, as we say in the military. <laughs> Because right. if he's if he's freaking out about what I'm going through, he I don't think that he can do his job. So, so when how did you get to that um, conclusion? I'm curious. Did, were there times when maybe you told him something and he said, "Oh, oh gosh, don't share that with me," or or has he um, ever made, it was, you, made you feel like you should kind of censor what you say, or what maybe even not on purpose did he? Do you know what I mean? I'm just wondering how you got to that point. It was after, actually, um, we went to our first duty station a few days before September 11th, and obviously September 11th happened, and, you know, the whole world changed. Um, But he, I was, you know, sending him messages on his voicemail and emailing him, you know, I don't know where the commissary is, I can't buy food, and I was just a wreck. Obviously, I was a brand-new military wife. Here, the you know, it seemed like the world was falling apart, um, and I was in a new area. And he told me after, you know, he came home, like three or four days later, he said, I can't do my job if I'm afraid that you can't handle your life. And I have to close off that part of myself to be able to function on the ship. And it was just kind of like a a realization for me that they do have to close off that softer side of themselves and that that side of themselves that has that intense 
need to protect um, their family. Right. That's very well said. That's very well. I think you have a very good point because um, I think that, you know, every husband wants to be the provider and protect and care for their family. That's like what their um, their main priority is for and then they wear it on their sleeve for so many sailors, so many of our guys. And so I think that because you guys had that conversation, it helped you. I mean, I hope that this conversation we're having now will encourage uh, spouses to bring that up with their with their husband and say, you know, how do you feel when I tell you about um, my day at bad day at the commissary and and see because I do think it's a unique individual. Um, reaction, and I think that uh, if they're worried about you, it is hard for them to concentrate. <laughs> it's, I mean, when you love somebody, you certainly you don't want them to be hurting, or uh, you know, you feel that connection. And when you hurt, they hurt, and vice versa. So yeah, yeah, no, that's a great example because I always wonder, like, how, where did that point come? When did, did, was it a silent agreement, or did you know, do husbands and wives make that communication back and forth that say, you know, That's I really want to hear about your day, but when you tell me, realize that I, I have a very, um, have to compartmentalize my home life, and if I'm constantly worried about you, it's harder for me to do that. As um, in the time that we've been in the military, I've been in a family support group president, I've been an ombudsman, and that lesson learned those first few days in the military have changed the way I talk to new military spouses too. Because when I was an ombudsman, you know, these wives would call me, my husband was at the bar, blah, blah, blah. And I would always say, you have to take away what you think he needs to do here and realize that he's not able to put himself here when he's over there. He may have been at a bar or he may not have been able to email you. You don't know what the circumstances of that situation are, so you have to remember you can't blow up in an email because he can't rectify anything, and now you're creating this weight on yourself and on him that by the time the deployment ends, what are you going to end up with but a lot of contention? And that's no homecoming, in my opinion. That's so. Right. That's true. When Craig came home this last time from his IA, this this is one of the topics we talked about because um, I was guilty of just, you know, unloading a couple many two times over just, you know, things that seemed serious to me at the time. But looking back, it was just kind of a venting thing that I was going through. And... Um, I, and that's the thing. I think you can have really good days where you're handling it all and you're doing well and you can kind of balance what you should say and what you really should hold back that really isn't that important and be really good at it and then have other times where you just kind of aren't very good at it at all. Uh, but I think that if you can recognize that and then get back on track as best as you can and learn from it, then it's good. I I um I read an article on um Sarah Smiley's article on military.com a couple weeks ago and it was basically talking about the same thing. She had sat through a fleet and family support brief where 
the counselor had said, you know, be careful what you tell your sailor and don't really tell him anything bad. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because, you know, he can't do anything about it. He's got a very important job to do. And um, it's important that you handle things on the home front. And, you know, in her case, when she, you can read about it on military.com, you just search for Sarah Smiley. She kind of took it to the extreme and and really didn't share any kind of other little things that weren't going so well, kind of in a, not a complete, you know, venting, I'm mad, you're not going to believe what happened to me today. But, you know, like just little things. Well, you know, this happened, but I handled it. This happened, and I'm working on this problem. Um, and and she was holding back so much, her spouse was like, "You sound." he had written to her, you sound so distant in your emails, what's going on? You're not really giving me any details of, of how things are going. And that's a very good point, too. You don't want to just go to the extreme and not share anything for fear that you're going to upset your spouse. Right. And to talk about, you know, those things and say, how much do you want to know and am I telling you too much and do you feel worried about me or do you feel confident I'm going to be okay? And that's the key. That's really what I want to concentrate on is my big advice to people is not to listen to what your girlfriend says or your, you know, ombudsman or whoever because no one knows your relationship like you do, but take their advice to heart and learn from experience and maybe they are saying something that you should really think twice about and use that as an opportunity to ask your spouse how they feel about the way you're expressing yourself during the deployment. And we've um, had a, um, I'm sorry, we've had a couple of comments in the chat room. Um, Jennifer, who is loving my Corman, um, she said that things like temper tantrums and the the stuff that the kids do, you know, they're not major, leave them out. Um, that when her husband, I I know her personally, and I remember this happening, but she lost her ID card in the water the day that the ship pulled out the first time. So, of course, she had to, you know, oh my notify him of that. No, I'm <laughs> totally... I I know her, so I'm totally serious. Like she's waving goodbye, love you, and then the ID card falls. <laughs> I yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to make fun. I'm just trying to visualize what how this happened. My husband lost his phone like that, so you know anything could happen on the side of the pier. In my opinion, um, I think that if it's something. Um, Mrs. K. Bob said that if it's something serious, tell him carefully. Um, reassure him that everything's okay. Um, a, a, a lot of people have posted reassuring him that, you know, you guys are okay. Tell him that, you know, you can handle it, that 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 you have that open line of communication, but that they know that you are Jen says it fell right out of her pocket. She was getting her keys to leave, and it fell out of her pocket, um, her ID. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Oh, um, Talk about Kim, Murphy's Law. If it um, Kim says that another good rule is when you have a bad day or something goes wrong, write the email, but wait 24 hours, reread it, and then send it if it's really something that you need to say. 
Um, and that's really true because I have written those heat of the moment emails and then I feel really stupid the next day. So, because I'm a heat of the moment type of gal. So, yeah, I think that's great advice about that. And, um, I've done that before too. And I've even actually written, like handwritten out, um, a letter too, just to kind of vent and work through it. And then, I've felt better afterwards. And I think that's what it is, is, you know, we get used to talking to them and sharing our day. And um, and then when that's gone, you somehow need to replace it. And um, I think it comes more evident when things aren't going so well and you just want to kind of unload. So I hope that our tips have helped you guys. I know that um, deployments don't get any easier. They just get different and any kind of advice we can share with one another to make them go better I think is a good thing because uh, there's always it's you know there's a million ways to say the same thing sometimes and when you hear something a certain way it can, the light bulb can go off for you and make you think of um, your situation in a different light and kind of make that light bulb go off where you go oh okay I get it and um and I think I, that – go ahead. I wanted to add, too, because we were talking about that outlet to vent that we do do with our spouse so much, um, is, you know, fleet and family. They have counselors. Um, even if it seems silly, you know, make that arrangement just to peel off that, that layer, you know, once a week or whatever. Um, if you don't have – close-knit friends in your area that you can just kind of let that shell out with. Because sometimes I think that for for some of those feelings that we go through when um, when life is piling up, sometimes just a good cry on someone's shoulder that you know actually can relate is always, you know, really helpful. Yes, I completely agree. I think it's important that you have at least one person that you can talk to. You don't need ten people. You just need one. Yep, I agree. And, and if that person, you know, happens to be over at Fleet and Family, that's, you know, great. When I used to work there, one of my, um, one of the counselors there, her name is Rachel, she was, she looked about 19, but, gosh, she was just the sweetest, sweetest spirit, and I really uh, enjoyed her. And uh she just had a, a great way with people, and if you can find somebody that you can connect with, whether they're a counselor or your neighbor, it doesn't matter as long as you know you feel comfortable enough to share what you're going through, and that's that's the key. Because um, someone wrote in the chat room, you know, deployments uh, don't get. She's like, personally, I think they get harder <laughs> as you go along, which that could be the case. You know, every deployment's different. I like to say every single one is different because the first one, you may have been newly married. You may have been girlfriend. Second one, you're married. Third one, you're, you're pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> the next one, you have one baby. The next one, you have, you're pregnant again. <laughs> or you have a job. Hey, what are you or, trying to say? <laughs> or you go back to school. Um, or you have a job, you're going to school, and you have a baby like um, uh Gosh, uh, a subwife who writes over on the blog, Megan. That was her for a long time. She's graduated, but yeah, she was going to school, working with like three kids, 
and her husband's on the submarine. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. And they don't communicate, right? Like, they don't get email. There's no – well, they get email, but not as regularly as a surface ship. And, of course, there's no phone calls or anything like that unless they're pulling into a port. If they're – if she's, you know, not a – I don't remember if he's a boomer sailor or not. I don't remember that part. But, but yeah, so – okay, well, so we hope that we've given you some food for thought when it comes to communication during deployment. And, um, you know, the biggest thing, I the, the takeaway from this is every situation is different and it's important to open up that conversation with your spouse and to be able to um, talk about what what he feels about it and what you feel about it and that the bottom line is when you do communicate that you reassure them that you're handling it and everything is um, headed in the right direction and you are doing your best that you can do versus that you completely are losing it because then he's just going to worry about you. And uh, so I think that's a good bottom line. What do you think? Did I explain that right? I think you hit yeah. the nail on the head. Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to go into our next thing to talk about before we close our show. And if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that we have something called our uh, fitness corner, and we're always talking about um, getting healthy, taking care of ourselves, and I think that uh, it's a topic that we can't we can't talk enough about. So tonight I'm going to update you on a little tip for staying fit during a deployment, and then just in normal times, whether you're deployed or not, or she's deployed. Um, I started working. I've been wanting to get a personal trainer, and but I'm too cheap to play, pay a personal <laughs> trainer, Marla. So, oh my, <laughs> I, I am. I'm just like I can't do it. Well, so at our base, they had this uh, this program where you could sign up and share a personal trainer. So there's a group of us. There's like six of us. And we're sharing this personal trainer, and we're we're committed for five weeks. And during this five weeks, we're going to work out. We're going to start with walking. We're going to do some work on the treadmills and talk about uh, nutrition. And um, I'm not sure what else. I mean, I don't know exactly what she has in store for us, but it started today, so there was, there was a couple people that weren't there today, so it's just four of us today, four ladies, and we were there with our. It was cold in Memphis today, very, very cold and chilly. Like I had to have a a fleece jacket on, but we're out there outside of the gym with our little walking shoes on. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm excited to have started something that's costing me money. So I feel like I'll I feel like I'll be a little more accountable, and. Uh, it's with people, so if I'm not there, I'm thinking someone's going to call me and say, where are, where are you and why are you not showing up um, to help me uh, get on track and start a uh, regular fitness program. And I want to hear from you guys like in the chat room and on Instant Messenger, what do you do to stay in shape? Are you in shape? Do you need to get back in shape? And what are you doing to get yourself healthy, for you and your spouse and your kids because, you know, we're not getting any younger, right? So, and summer's coming, so we need to try and do our best to get back into shape or get stay in shape. 
Yeah. I have started taking a water aerobics class. Ooh. And, man, those first couple of classes kicked my butt. I was like, oh, it's in the pool. You know, how hard can it be? Yeah, right. <laughs> that is a workout. Those little old ladies you see at the water aerobics classes, they're no joke. <laughs> Wow, so that's cool. So you're going to water aerobics. You know, I took a water aerobics once like years ago, but I don't even really remember it. Uh, but I think it would be fun. Is it fun or is it like brutal? It's it's fun because it's low impact. You know, you can like there's some of the exercises that um, that are you know kind of goofy, and so you you feel kind of dorky doing it. But it's fun, and people are laughing, and it's just a lot of fun. And I, you know, I'm a heavier girl, and so to get in the pool, I don't feel as heavy as I am, and I I feel, you know, more energized um, and less, you know, like if I'm out on the gym floor, like they have a fitness floor, if I'm out there, I'm looking around at all these little skinny girls, and I'm like, you know, thinking in my head of how much I would like to throw, like, chocolate at them and stuff. In the water aerobics class, I don't feel that way so much. Well, I could, I think I could probably relate to that. Well, because you're in the water and it's not quite so out in the open, et cetera. Yeah, and the only thing that kind of creeps me out is sometimes, like, these teenage boys going through the pool that we're in to, like, lap pool for swim team. They'll stop and watch us, and that kind of, like... It's like, just go on. <laughs> just move on. We look dorky. Go. So. That's but. <laughs> well, I'm wondering. Okay, so I know there's some comments in the chat room. Uh, I will. I'm trying to read them, but they're going by so quick I can't keep up. I just read somebody wants an elliptical at their house, um, which I have one, and that doesn't seem to help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too I'm too I'm too uncoordinated for the elliptical. Our gym even had the personal trainer show me how to use it and I still don't know how. So but um Jen said that chasing her twins around all day and lots of water seemed to help her lose weight. And I would imagine chasing twins around all day would definitely keep yeah. you God bless you girl. Twins. <laughs> I can barely keep up with one at a time. You know, that's, yeah. How cute, though, twins. Very sweet. Okay, so, all right, so what else do you guys do to work out? Are people, have you read anything in there? I've been talking to you and not really watching what they're typing. I don't know if people are running. Are they? We have a person who says, um, Mrs. K. Bob says um, that she does 45 minutes on the elliptical machine and then lifts weights. And I give you props if you can do the elliptical machine, because again, I am minutes. Wow. I'm so uncoordinated that I look like a goose running through mud. I, I don't even know. Um, uh, Kim, Kim, you're right. Skinny people should work out too, but it still makes me feel funny. So it is about being healthy, though. I totally, totally, totally agree. And that's kind of why we um, we were having an issue here in our house. 
um, because our gym doesn't have childcare, and so I couldn't go until the kids went to bed, and by then the gym's closed. You know the cycle. Sure, yeah. And so we joined a gym, and it was the best thing I've ever done because, like you said, I pay for it, so I'm more accountable now. Like, I go every day and do my water aerobics. So... Yeah, I think that every gym, every military gym should have a, a kid's area. I don't see why they should. I mean, what does MWS spend their money on? They need to offer that, I think. I agree. I mean, they do have the CDC, so why not open up a room in the CDC to to put Even if you just you had know. it for like two hours in the morning or two hours in the evening. Yeah. Know, like. For morning people and then for after work people, yes. Um, yeah, I think there's something about paying though that does make you feel like you need to go, and that's yeah. what I'm hoping with my little fitness group that I've started. And um, these ladies, they all work on base. One person's actually active duty Navy. She's in the Navy. I'm not sure what she does in the Navy, uh, but uh, yes. So we'll see how. I hope that there are more people that join um the lady's name is grace who's the personal trainer and she's like bring your friends let them come even for a free first session she said by the i hope to in a few weeks have you guys walking all around the base (laughs) i'm like that would be cool you know that would be neat so um so yeah so find your own you know group of check with your local you know my suggestion would be check your local base paper Find out what your gym is doing and, you know, check with your neighbors. Maybe you live on base or something. And try and maybe put your own fitness group together. And if your base has personal trainers, see if they would allow you to share share their services. Because if they're like 50, 60 bucks an hour, if you had, you know, four to six people, then the cost would go way down. And it might be feasible for you, even if you just did it once a week or twice a week or something. And I really think that there's great advantage into having someone who's a professional telling you what to do. Definitely. It's sort of like you're at work and they're telling you what you say. So you're like, okay, I'll do what you say. <laughs> oh, yes. I think that's that, uh, something we can all try. We'll see how it goes. So I'm going to report to you guys how it's going, and hopefully, Marla, we, you can give us reports on how your water aerobics is going. Hopefully I don't drown. Just kidding. No. I Well, I think that the more we talk about this, hopefully we'll encourage more spouses too. Um, I mean, I know there's some people that don't have a problem and they just kind of work out, they love it, they're in shape, they have no issue. But there's some folks like me that really struggle with, staying on the schedule and staying motivated. So I'm hoping we can reach out to those people and get them to join us. And the people who are already doing it can give us ideas and tips and um, share healthy recipes with us on the website, that kind of stuff, to, so we can, you know, we're all in this together, I like to say, and that would help us stay I on agree. track. Uh, I not agree. even stay on track, but just get on a track. <laughs> That's what I need. I need to get on a track. (laughs) Yes, get on track, stay on track. Okay. All right, so we're going to wrap up our show. It's already, gosh, it's already, we're already running out of time. 
I want to um, – oh, I know. Do you have anything else, Marla? I know you wanted to talk about April. Um, April is the month of the military child. I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention, which, yeah, like driving on the base, you don't see the signs, but I still wanted to say it. Um, find out. Um, I know different fleet and family um, service center offices are doing lots of different events. Um, ours is doing a fun little get-together at the exchange tomorrow. Um, there's also a website, www.monthofthemilitarychild.com that has some really um, cute crafts um, and journaling ideas, scrapbooking ideas um, for kids. Um, It seems more like a school craft thing, but, hey, if you have kids at home, why not? Um, Also, if you look on defenselink.mil, it talks about um, why we started the month of the military child. Um, We're not the... You know, the service members aren't the only one that sacrifices, nor ourselves as spouses, but also the children who endure a great deal of change as a result of the choices of their military parents in their career. Um, And so we want to strengthen our kids. Um, Today my daughter was asking me what one of the signs was, and I told her, and she said, Mommy, I'm a proud military child. And I I felt really good because it, you know, we when we watched movies like um, Taking Chance and there was also the special, this um, Sesame Street special, um, talking about changes and handling it with military kids and stuff, um, we really instilled in her how important what her dad does and also what, you know, what we do as a family here to support him and other service members. Um, it, it really kind of, it, it led to this, you know, this month being something that she can say that she's proud of. And I was really, I was really impressed with her um, saying that. And also that, um, it, it, you know, if your kids are older, it can create the line of communication. Um, you know, we're up for orders. And so she and I can talk about, you know, well, we want to go back to where Grammy is, but we may have to live here and, you know, why we do what we do as a military family and um so hug your hug your military children give them a big squeeze and just remember that that they're sacrificing too and and they're pretty awesome in my opinion so yes they are that's sweet i know sometimes we just think they're little and they just quite don't get it but they do they 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 know more than we realize and um, they really pick up on things more than we realize, I think. So yes. to recognize their sacrifice and to to talk about it, use it as an opportunity to talk about um, how much we do appreciate them is a really good thing. And I think, too, it, um, with a lot of people being deployed, obviously, you know, if your kids go to a school where there's a lot of military, kids are going to hear about dads being deployed or um, dads coming home I have a lot of pictures around the house of friends' homecomings, um, and I think that that is is something that we need to we need to remind our kids that it's okay that this is this is normal for us. Um, because for my daughter, you know, she's like, well, why doesn't so and so's daddy leave for seven, eight months, whatever? And it's it's because of this world that we live in. 
And um, my uh, my husband gave me a keychain when he enlisted that said Navy wife, toughest job in the Navy. And now that he's been in as long as he has, um, I realize that he and I don't have the toughest jobs. It's definitely the kids because they, they don't, they don't, um, I don't think that they can completely comprehend no matter how hard they try, but they do try. And so that's my little soapbox on that. Sorry. <laughs> well, very well said, I think. I think it's very well said, absolutely. So check with your local base to find out what events they have um, to celebrate uh, the month of the military child and participate because if you don't participate in those events, they'll go away. And I know at our last duty station they had a, they had a Saturday where um, they had a rock wall and games for the kids and uh, a special like concession stand and all kinds of neat things. So check on your local installation and find out what they're doing and participate. And give and your look kids a, a chance for a day of fun. Yeah. Look around, too, because um, I know um, last year our fleet and family gave out these really, you know, the ribbon magnets um, that everybody has on their cars. And um, they said that they were going to do them again through all the fleet and families. I don't know if they did. Um, but it says military kids are great. And I think that um, we do oh, need to. Oh, that's cool. It was really cute. We have ours melted to the car, so we have it on there forever. But, um, you know, definitely don't forget. Don't forget your little military kiddos. Very sweet. That's very. Thanks for that reminder, Marla. That's good. Good stuff. Um, okay, so let's see. What else can I tell you? Um, I want to remind you guys that we're on Twitter. So please go over there and. Sign up for Twitter and follow us. We're close to 200 followers. Wow. Pretty darn amazing. Um, so Do we have that uh, many people on the website? Uh, you know, I checked today, and we have like 250 on our MySpace page, like 249. And on the website, we're closing in on 100. And wow. I encourage you guys to go over there and sign up, and I'll give you uh, the web address for that. Uh, to the website is www.mymilllife.com, and just a little bit of information about that site if you haven't been on there before. Uh, we're always asked. I'm always asked, you know, who is your show for, and who's your site for? And um, you know, we our show started out as military as um, Navy Wife Radio, and everyone would always say to me, Navy Life Radio, and I'm like, no, Navy Wife Radio. And then more uh, Army spouses and Air Force spouses started listening to the show, and so I thought, well, you know what? Maybe we should try and slant a couple of our episodes towards military in general and not talk about, you know, uh, ships and stuff the whole time. So then Military Life Radio was born, and so out of that is this website, My Military Life. And just to give you some background, the last 15 members that we had join on our site come from the Army, spouses of Army soldiers. Um, there's an Air Force wife, Marine Corps. There's a couple of Marine Corps wives and some Navy wives. So it really is a place for any military spouse at all, any military uh, spouse, military supporter or family member 
whether you're a mom or a dad or a brother or a sister. And once you get on the site, you can actually create your own homepage. And lots of people have customized their own pages. Marla, you're going to have to check it out. It's not quite as full of ads and blinged out like MySpace. That kind of gives me a headache. <laughs> but they can change the color and do all kinds of cool things. And then you can post your own pictures. You can have your own little page where you blog about your military or your deployment experience. And there's also a set of forums over there where we talk about show topics and just general topics and blog about life in general. So that's who it's for. It's for any really military spouse at all. It doesn't matter whether you're in the Navy or your spouse is in the Navy. And that's what's cool about it. And it doesn't matter whether your spouse is an officer or if he's enlisted or if he's a warrant officer, whether he's an LDO, whether he's or she's um, – I'm trying to think of other branches and what they are. But you know what I'm trying to say. It doesn't really matter whether he's been in or she's been in six months, six years, or 26 years. It doesn't really matter. You're welcome there, and we hope that you find um, some folks to chat with and to share your share your experiences with. That's what it's all about. So that's the highlights on the blog. And our, follow, our um, Twitter is... Twitter.com slash MyMilitaryLife, and Marla's is Twitter.com slash Trev's Navy Wife. Trev's Navy Wife. Trev's Navy Wife. All right, so next week's show, we're working on an IA show because I'm going to be down at the Pac-Nor West at the end of April, and we talked about doing an IA show, and so I, I pretty much have it all planned out. So if you're an IA spouse and you're listening to us and you want to call in during that show, that would be really cool to talk about your experience. And what we really, the goal for this show is we want to know what your current IA experience has been like, what kind of support have you received from your command. If you had, to, if you could share your story with Pond, what would you say? Because he's going to be at the Pac Northwest Summit and. I'm hoping I can get a little bit of time with them or at least maybe email him the link to the show. And um, I always say there's sometimes a huge disconnect between, like, um, you know, the people that push the papers around in uh, the big wigs' offices and the waterfront. And I think anything that we can do to kind of share what's going on in real time and if you've just come back from an IA deployment, your spouse has, or if you're just getting ready to go, what your experience is right now. Because it changes. It could have been different six months from now or previously or a year prior. I know the Navy's getting better at IA deployment, so I want to hear how your commands are treating you. Um, that's next week's show. And then uh, we are going to have back on – we are going to welcome Kevin from the parenting game. We had a schedule hiccup last week with him and the Brothers at War folks are coming. And in May, Tom Ziegler will be here. And he is the son of Zig Ziegler. And you can check that out at Ziegler.com. I'm so excited about that. So he'll be here in May. And then we're also going to feature a show on military spouse bloggers. And if you have a, a blog that you want highlighted, let us know, and maybe we'll feature you on that show. So that's what we have coming up. If you have a guest that you'd like to see on the show or a topic, you can always email us at wendy at navywiferadio.com or hillary at navywiferadio.com. Either one is fine. 
And um, we really want your show comments and feedback. And hopefully, yes, the question is I should next week. Yes, it will be next week. And hopefully we can get um, our friend Samantha back on the show, too. She helped me with the last one, and um, she was always great. So please email me if you're interested in being part of that show. Um, I wanted to add real quick that Kim posted that buildasign.com sent her an email today. They they still have free signs for giveaway. Oh, great. Okay, people, you know, I need to order a sign. Can you believe that I haven't ordered a sign? I need to order a sign. How many times have we announced it? I know. (laughs) Please, everyone, order you a sign. And all you have to do is pay shipping. And these are these are not hokey signs. These are like signs that you'd see at um like a business that are hung up, that are nice, you know, they'll last you. You can put on there um anything that you was, want. I think it was Kim, maybe it was Megan. Somebody posted on my mill life pictures of their sign. Awesome. They yeah. look awesome. And who's and their kids are adorable. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, maybe we'll get him to come on next week just real quick for like a quick five-minute call-in. They've been on the show before, but I think that this is an opportunity that you just can't can't pass up because we all make homecoming signs. We all hang a sign over our garage or our fence or wherever, you know, on our house, and this is a great way that you don't have to um, worry about it getting damaged or tearing or anything like that. Once you have it, you'll be able to use it. Uh, and if you make it really generic, you can use it as an E1 to a E9 or whatever. Yeah, you just don't put the rank on the front of it. Just put, you know, welcome exactly. home dad or welcome home, you know, first name. Um, yes, or welcome home honey or it can be anything you want. And they actually have... Um, uh, different options. You just go to buildassign.com slash military, I believe is the website, for all the different choices and, and pictures and such. So, okay, I think that's it. Do you have anything else, Marla, that we need to cover? Um, Nope, I don't think so. I know. Time goes by. I always wonder how we're going to fill the hour, and then it just kind of zooms right by. It does. It does. So once you... For our listeners today, we want you to really send us your show, your show feedback, so log on to the website to do that. Uh, tonight's show is sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. If you have a Navy question, have your sailor log on to AskTheChief.com and ask there, and they have a team of uh, chiefs that answer those questions. And uh, I know they're kind of backed up right now, so be patient. Because I saw seven questions in the queue. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, they're really, yeah. And plus, I'm trying to redesign the site over there, so be patient with me on that. But it, they, your question will get answered. It just may take some time. And that's askthechief.com. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the author's. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. And um, I want to say thanks to our uh, our main sponsor, USAA. They're completely awesome, and uh, we thank them for sponsoring our show. And 
I haven't got my pictures up yet from when I went to San Antonio a few weeks ago, but they're coming. I am dying to see those. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so, yeah, so thank you to the folks at USAA. And we're going to hopefully welcome in May um, one of either June back to the show or J.J. Montanero whenever they come on the show and do our, fi- our um, financial fitness segments. They're always great. So you guys can look forward to that as well. So thank you, Marla. You did a great job. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Um, you're welcome. Hopefully you'll come back on the 28th of April. I'll probably uh, be here. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's been a fun time for us. It's a privilege to talk to you each week. Uh, like we said, if you can, uh, if you have a question about Navy Wife Radio or you want to contact us, please visit us on the website. You can uh, check us out at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, show times, and ask upcoming guest information. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks, Marla. I close.